0: Hi everyone, I'm Elena Aguilar and this is the Bright Morning Podcast. All right, friends, today I've got a coaching tool episode for you. We are going to dig into using the confrontational stance. But before we kick things off, I quickly want to thank friend of the podcast, Greg P. from Washington. To learn more about becoming a friend of the show, click on the link in the show notes. We've got different tiers of membership and different kinds of thank yous and benefits, including members get an additional podcast feed They get to hear episodes that I record specifically for them going deeper into some of the coaching conversations, as well as they get to have some additional coaching conversation episodes. So the episodes where I'm coaching someone. So please check it out. I am so grateful for those of you who are a friend of the podcast. It really it really makes a difference. It, re- I re- it really makes a difference in many ways, and I really appreciate it. And I would love to have others join us. So check out the show notes. All right, let's get into today's show, which is on the confrontational stance. Now, in last week's podcast, I had a coaching conversation with someone who is anonymous. She's a coach. And she has a commitment to equity, but she's also a little bit stuck. If you haven't actually listened to that episode, I really recommend you go back and do so, and then come back to this one so that you have that context. Because in that conversation, there were a couple of points where I took a confrontational stance, intentionally. Once I even said I'm taking the confrontational stance and I want to give you a kick in the butt. So yes, sometimes I tell people, I'm taking the confrontational stance. I tell them that if they are a coach and she was a coach. And so it gives them a little bit of context modeling. So why did I do this? How did I know to do this? Or why did I think that would be a good idea? And what is the confrontational stance? So I'm going to share first some information about the confrontational stance. And I want to also direct you to the Art of Coaching, the book, and the Art of Coaching workbook that came out late 2020 as additional resources. And actually, for this episode for today, I've got a tool to give you from the workbook. You will also see the link in the show notes, and that is an exercise or an activity for you to do to learn more about the confrontational stance. Okay, so we can talk about the way we coach. We can talk about our coaching moves as being either facilitative or directive. Now, this is this is a little bit challenging because there are not hard and fast rules about what makes something facilitative or directive. Sometimes you can say something, you can ask a question, and it may be facilitative and directive. So I know that that's I know that that's sort of confusing. Um, but the point is to make informed decisions about how you want to coach. So in that conversation last week with the woman I was coaching, I said, I'm taking the confrontational stance. I was very clear that that was an informed decision. So let me just remind you, let me back up a moment. When you take a facilitative stance in coaching, you are guiding someone with a light touch to uncover their own insights about a challenge. To arrive at their own understandings, to figure out what they what they could do differently or do. Now, when you take a directive stance in coaching, you're applying a bit more pressure, a firmer nudge towards new behaviors, new beliefs, and new ways of being. Really, really important here. A transformational coach uses both facilitative and directive coaching strategies. Sometimes folks get confused when I am coaching or misinterpret what I say about coaching and think that everything has to be facilitative. It doesn't. A transformational coach uses facilitative and directive coaching strategies. Here's the thing, however, the caveat, is that directive coaching is unfortunately far too common in our schools and in our organizations. Directive coaching is overused. And directive coaching is often premised on an assumption that the coach or the person who is coaching is an expert and knows best. And directive coaching is often premised on the idea that the coach's role is to get someone to do something. That kind of coaching has limited impact on people. That kind of coaching is not transformational. But it is possible to be directive and have a transformative impact. Okay, It is possible. It's just that when it's only directive coaching that's used, it's really limited, and I don't think it's transformative. But a transformational coach might have an expertise in some area and can share that. And I think in last week's coaching conversation, you can hear my expertise. I share it at times. I say, this is what I know about coaching programs. This is what I know, right? I I mean, I'm informative several times. And it can be done in a way that honors the client and what they know. So directive coaching, again, I'm just giving you some context for the confrontational approach. Directive coaching can be grouped into three subsets or three approaches, which are prescriptive, informative, and confrontational, so prescriptive is you are telling people what to do. And sometimes that's appropriate. Informative, you are giving them information. That's what I was doing in that conversation last week. And confrontational is what I'm going to talk to you about now. Okay, again, check out the Art of Coaching and the auto Coaching Workbook for more. So confrontational coaching basically helps you do five things, the purpose of it, five things that can help you um, that can help when you are confrontational. The first is to raise awareness. Okay. You want to help someone see something, push them to see something, help them see themselves, right? Raise awareness. Okay. Number two, you want to challenge the client's assumptions. You want to get them to pause and think about the conclusions that they've come to, their assumptions, and you actually want to challenge those. I did that last week in that conversation when I asked that client why. That was a way of challenging her assumptions. The third thing that confrontational coaching can do is it can help stimulate awareness of behaviors, beliefs, and ways of being. You want to push someone or stimulate, again, to really look at those three Bs. Number four, confrontational coaching can also help someone see the consequences of an action. Again, really hold them up to a mirror to see this was the impact of doing that. And finally, number five, you can also use confrontational coaching to boost the client's confidence when you affirm their success. A lot of what goes into being successful when you use the confrontational stance is the approach you take, sort of the stance within the stance, the tone, the relationship on which you are already standing. In this case, confrontation, you can think about it as a really kind but supportive and like no bullshit way of interrupting a thought pattern. When you are using a confrontational approach, you might be helping your client deconstruct unhelpful mental models. You're doing it from a place of care and concern an appreciation for the person. You're doing it because you want to help them be who they want to be. And so in last week's conversation, in the beginning, I was asking the client about who she wants to be. When I asked her the legacy question, how do you want to be remembered when you retire? That was asking her about who she wants to be. And as I heard her commitments, as I heard how she wants to be showing up, I was hearing a gap between that commitment and how she was showing up. And that's what I wanted to help her see. I wanted to help her see, that's the um, bringing awareness to her ways of being. I want to help her see the consequences of her action or inaction as it was in that conversation. And I was doing this from a place of non-judgment. I hope that the client received it that way. I hope she received it as this is not judgmental. I just want to help you see where you say you want to be and where you are now. And I want to challenge you to take action. What's getting in the way? And so a, a suggestion or a tip for doing this is when you are calm when you are using the confrontational stance it communicates to the other person that this conversation is going to be helpful this is not a scary one i know that the word confrontation makes a lot of people's makes the hairs on your arms rise up it makes a lot of people uncomfortable right because We associate confrontation with conflict. But this is not about creating conflict between you. This might be about generating a little bit of cognitive dissonance or making someone a little bit uncomfortable in their seat, but it is supportive and caring and you are still holding the person and you are observing their responses, you are observing their nonverbal cues, the client that I was talking to in last week's conversation um, we were on video so I could see her facial expressions and I could see when she looked more distraught um, and but it it was coming from a place of care that's the main thing is to keep asking yourself am I wanting to say this thing that is from the confrontational stance because I want to, I want to help this person grow or is it because I'm feeling frustrated with them or, or stuck with them and I want to make them sort of feel uncomfortable? Ask yourself, where is this coming from in me? The confrontational stance can be can be really powerful. It's actually one that I would say I use quite often. Often, sometimes when I listen to coaching conversations for the podcast, I think, "Wow, okay, I was using that there. I was being confrontational there." So, I, you know, if you want to follow up and you haven't heard some of the earlier coaching conversations in um, previous seasons, you might go back to listen to those and see if you hear places where you might guess that I was taking a confrontational stance and in some of them i do pull back the curtain and make my conf- my my um commentary and tell you I was taking the confrontational stance but it would also be interesting for you to see if you can you can identify those so that's a little bit on taking the confrontational stance i want to remind you that in the show notes you'll find a link to an activity from the art of coaching workbook which can help you dig more deeply or help you really apply these ideas and practice how to take the confrontational stance. And it's got some of the context that I also just shared with you. So friends, thanks so much for listening today. If you have enjoyed the show, Please just take a couple of minutes to hop over to Apple Podcasts and rate and review us. It really helps us promote this show and share this content. And remember, if you are interested in becoming part of my inner circle, consider becoming a Bright Morning All Inclusive Plus member or a friend of the podcast all three of these opportunities or rather all, all of these opportunities with multiple ways for you to have more access to me more connection with me and I've just got so much to share and I know you've got a lot to teach me as well so check out the show notes and you'll find links for everything else all right friends take care and be well All right, the Bright Morning Podcast is produced by Leslie Bickford and Stacey Goodman. And Stacey Goodman does the sound engineering.